What is value? We say give value. But first, let's define value. Value is the human currency we feed on. Value in business markets is the worth and monetary terms of the technical, economic, service, and social benefits a customer company receives in exchange for the price it pays for a market offering. Troy, what in the world does that mean? In layman's terms, give value to get value. This is episode number 14. Hashtag value. Cue my hype music. What's up, digital world? You're listening to the I Digress audio experience with Troy Sandage. Social media, marketing, storytelling, business, culture, and more. Coming to you in three, two, one. Think for a moment about your personal values. How much do those values shape your view of the world? How much have they influenced your decisions? Have they changed your life? Your values, whether you realize it or not, are truly steering the ship of your future. Values play a vital role in every decision you make and are an essential piece of your personal identity. In fact, many of your daily decisions are most likely value-based. Where you go shopping, what you eat, how you dress, what brands do you represent? Are you an iPhone user or an Android user? Are you a Mac or are you a PC? Do you have Comcast? Or do you stream on YouTube, watch Netflix? What celebrities do you watch and engage with? What movie genres? All these different things are based on your identity and set up your series and sub-series of values. So is it any wonder why values are so important in any organization and especially in business? If you're a business owner or company, it is imperative to know your company values as it speaks to who you are as a brand for better or for worse. Simply put, showcasing your values to your potential customers or clients is like wearing your heart literally on your sleeve. In this new era of corporate trust and transparency and authenticity and vulnerability, your value should direct every decision your business makes, not just your marketing. Building your company's marketing strategy around your values isn't just for the feel-good fuzzies. It's incredibly, incredibly good and essential for business. It leads to more business. It leads to strong connections. It leads to collaborations and partnerships. It establishes strong human connection that cultivates and strong community. Community that are loyal. Community that wants to be a part of something bigger than themselves. Community that sees an extension of themselves through your business, through your brand, through what you do and what you sell and what you provide to customers and other individuals. The CIM, which is a chartered institute of marketing, changed their definition of marketing about a few years ago. This is what they said for the past 30 years. Marketing is an organizational function and a set of processes for creating, communicating, and delivering value to customers and for managing customer relationships in a way that benefits the organization and its stakeholders. I don't know about you, that's pretty good. That sounds really good. That sounds like something that I should put in my pocket and add to my mission statement, my value proposition. But the reason why this has changed is because it's missing something, value. Let's define, quote unquote, 
what value means. Value can be defined in a few ways. A fair return or equivalent in goods, services, or money for something. Relative worth, utility, or importance. Precise significance. Or something immensely desirable. Regardless of what business you're in, it will be based on some form of exchange between the seller and the customer. And both parties will be exchanging something of relative worth. You know, I talk about this a lot with people who I consult with, various brands and organizations, and I tell them, would you buy what you sell? And they're like, yeah, of course. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about you, you knowing everything about the back end. I'm talking about you without knowing anything else. And you saw your marketing, you saw your messaging, you went through your website, you went through your presentation decks, your eBooks, your lead magnets, your email threads, videos, all the correspondence, all the consecration, all the galleries, would you buy? from yourself. You see, there's value and then there's perceived value. The biggest problem is that us as human beings are notoriously complicated and the perception of value can differ from one individual to the next. This element of subjectivity is what marketing, is what marketers, is what businesses, is what we as professionals must try to alleviate. We need to be certain of who our target audience is what they need, what they want, how they want it, any way you want it, that's the way you need it type of vibe. But also not on top of that, but to differentiate yourself with your value proposition, with your mission statement, with your messaging to attract these customers to not only be one and done, but to be loyal and committed. Our aim as marketers is to ensure that we provide strategies and tactics and solutions that are aligned with the business overall goals that can help them deliver the best perceived value to customers. Let me break this down for you. You got your pen, got your paper, maybe you take notes on your phone or your laptop, get your fingers ready and stay with me. Take a diamond. In layman's terms, a diamond is nothing more than just a rock. This diamond, once carved and ironed out and all the technical aspects that can be applied to this diamond has different perceived values. You go to any ring store, Jared's, K, there's a list. And you go, you pick up this diamond, and let's say the value of this diamond from this particular where you're buying it is $10,000. So we look at this diamond. One person bought the diamond for $10,000. That's what they see as the value of this diamond. Another person looks at the same diamond and it's priceless. And another person sees the same exact diamond. Again, context, nothing has physically changed in any way, shape, or form for this diamond. The third person sees it as zero. So we have $10,000, we have priceless, and we have zero. Which one of these individuals are right? And which one of these individuals are wrong? I'll wait. The answer is nobody is wrong because it's their own perceived value of what the diamond is worth. The person who saw the diamond as $10,000, that's how much money they paid for it. The person who saw the same exact diamond as priceless is because that this diamond represents his true love. They've been married for over 47 years. The third person looks at the diamond. They don't believe in love. They think it's worthless. They want to put all their money in the stock market. Why would I want to buy money on a rock? The item never changed in any way, shape, or form from any level. The perceived value did based off their person's own relationship and correspondence and correlation to this item. In the same way, if you want your business to grow, 
You can't think your business is the best in sliced bread. You have to create this perception to other people. When they experience your brand, when they see your company, when they scroll across your name, they see the best thing since sliced bread. You may be familiar with the term USP, which is unique selling proposition. However, I like to advise my clients and I like to advise anyone listening on at any point in time, this new term, unique customer benefits. Ideally, you want to pull your customers towards you. You want to be that magnet of attractiveness. You want to have them coming to you by choice versus being such a salesy, pushy salesperson. In order to engage with your target audience, you need to be thinking about your product, your service, whatever you do, from their point of view and answer the fundamental question, W-I-F-M. What's in it for me? What benefits are they looking for? What pain points can I solve for them? And is it a pain point that comes up frequently? I want to make sure that when it does, my brand, my name, my product, my service is at the top of the list. So when they experience this, when they see these signs, I know who to call. Be cautious of not merely listing your product or service features, but rather the benefits that the customer derives from having, using, and obtaining your product or service. I really don't care what your product or service is, I want to have the result of what your product and services promise. Troy, I'm gonna hire you as my strategist to help grow my business in new ways. Sure, they're probably awesome to work with me. I'm a pretty high energetic, encouraging, motivational, problem solving, keeping it real, keeping it 100 individual. But in actuality, they want what I can bring them, which is the result which is the goal, which is the benefit of why they're choosing to work with me in the first place. When they have a problem, I can't figure out this marketing issue. My strategies aren't working. The team that I've hired, my freelancers, maybe I hired different agencies to do different things. It's not flowing, it's not coming together. I want in those moments for people to think of me and say, sure, I can help me get this figured out, get the cost down, advises this is the best way of course of action to go. So therefore, when we all come back together, we will make it happen and we will be profitable, but not just profitable because that's not where I stop. Anybody who has a slight gift in marketing can help you boost, get a few hits in there. I want to build sustainable systems that when you come to me and we started off and we get it going and you get those higher revenues and higher conversion rates, your click-through rates are high, your balance rates are low, your community is growing, your following count is growing and is being more engaged, is leading to more sales. You're being found on Google and you're being found everywhere else and you're establishing this strong brand authority and identity that people just want to throw money at you. They love the experience. They love what you do. You love what you do. Your employees are all in sync and happy and they're advocates of you and it's all flowing. But we want to keep that going. That's what I want to bring. That's what I'm able to give my clients. Those benefits. What are the benefits of your product or service? Don't give me a list. Don't give me a deck that's basically reading every single particular thing that was is within the product or service. Do you see Apple doing any of that? Them breaking down every single molecular thing that goes into their iPhones? No. They create experiences. They sell experiences. They sell exclusivity. Hey, when you have an iPhone, you got more swag. People look at you and think you somebody great. They think, oh, you're a new stuff. You're somebody up there. They sell experiences. What benefits, what experiences, as I see a lot of companies, particularly in the manufacturing company saying, value added services, can you offer? What are those lists? Break those down. 
There's no denying that there is a fiercely competitive world out there. And regardless of what business you're in, it's likely that you're needing to constantly up your game and offer your customers, quote unquote, more. Give me more. So how can you offer your customers more without bankrupting yourself? Especially if you're a startup and you're bootstrapping or you're trying to forecast finances for investors or whatever else the shape may be. If you're an SMB, if you're an NGO, money does matter. Yes, you're putting money in to hopefully get dividends out. And if those don't correlate or you're making a profit consistently in the revenue, it's stressful. Start by mapping out your customer's journey with you and include all of the touch points that they have with your brand. How can you improve their experience? How can you improve the level of service you provide? The aim is to offer your customers a combined product and service that they perceive, quote, perceive to be superior to that of competitors. It really is often a case of the little things that make the biggest difference. And if you can make your customers feel cared about and truly valued, you are likely to engage with them and make a connection and form a long-term relationship that results in what? Repeat business, referrals, and what I like to say, bay, buyers, advocates, and elevators. It helps to refer back to this particular equation. Value equals benefits minus efforts minus risk minus price. You think of the benefits, all the things that comes with the product, the efforts that requires you to maintain and create this experience, this series of benefits, let alone the product or service itself. The risk involved, the risk being you know, the over under costs, your profits and losses, things that may work in campaigns versus things that may not work. And obviously the price that dictates everything. You can only give as much value as you can afford. How can we demonstrate the benefits, the value whilst minimizing the perceived effort, risk and cost to our customers? Everybody wants more. They want to pay less. We want to make more profit with less effort, with less overhead. We want more. We want four times, 10 times, 50 times, 100 times ROI of the money we put in. We want to be those unicorn startups that we go from nothing to boom, Amazon, boom, Uber, boom, PayPal. We want that molecular higher in unicorn level of growth. There are four pillars to think about when you think about your value. Number one, your value echoes your purpose. A mission statement explains the purpose of your company and values serve as the moral compass for the decisions that are made to fulfill that purpose. When it comes to building out your marketing strategy, your business strategy, your customer strategy, insert any word strategy, it is essential to know your mission and the values behind your organization to ensure that your brand messaging is consistent. The UX UI of your website, content on your email, I've said this before, all these things need to be meaningful and is driving people where you want them to go. It means absolutely nothing if I invest all this money to grow followers on various accounts, to put all this effort in all these high-end videos and amazing website experiences and landing pages and influencer marketing if it doesn't drive people to where I want them to go and compels them to buy. Hey, marketers, stop being afraid to answer and tackle the hard questions. Will this make me money? Can this campaign, can this messaging compel a human being to click yes? If it can't consistently over a course of a time span of a campaign or a year to make sure we hit our margins or surpass them, you need to rethink it. And this whole thing of, well, that sales job. No, 
Marketing and sales need to come together. Marketing is the bloodline of any organization. You are judged by how much you can contribute to the bottom line and beyond. It doesn't matter how sexy it looks. doesn't matter how good the product is. If you can't make a profit, you can't continue to bring good value. Your mission, your vision, your values, and purpose all set the stage for story. You want to tell with marketing. If you don't know your why, you can't articulate your mission. If you don't know your how, you can't break down all the benefits involved. You need to understand your story and push that through the various channels to connect with that human heart for them to understand, yep, this brand identifies with me. I see an extension of myself in this brand. I can't tell you why, but I feel like I have a deep level connection and therefore I'm going to choose to this brand. Number two, values foster fierce loyalty. As personal beliefs and values drive many of our daily decisions, there's no surprise that values are the main factor in any single purchase decision. In today's marketplace, especially in 2020 and beyond, we are emotionally compromised. We are emotional in every way, shape, or form. How do we win the day? Through vulnerability, through transparency, through that human-to-human connection. We have to align our message, our tone, our experience to what our customers are feeling. And that may require you to shift gears throughout the year. If 2020 has proven anything, the brands that take the stand of being vulnerable, of standing for what's right, for taking that risk and putting themselves out there, tend to be the very brands that people choose to buy from. You can have one store two minutes from your house and another store 30 miles away. But because someone has that loyalty to that business, because they feel that that store's product is fresher, is better for the environment, when they pay the money, a percentage goes to help people in need, that resonates with them. And they feel like through this organization, it's an extension where I can now help somebody else through them. I'm willing now to drive the 30 miles to that store versus out of convenience going to the store across the street. Now that's power. That's the power of emulating and exhibiting high value. When you do this consistently, it opens the doors and connects with people in such a way they feel so aligned as customers, as clients, as buyers, as advocates, as elevators, that they are loyal, that you're at a point you can push out anything, they will buy it. It's similar to how people are when it comes to iPhones. I'm loyal. I rock with them. I'm buying it. They took away the headphone jack. Don't matter. I'm buying it. Oh, they doubled the price. Doesn't matter. I'm going to save up my money to buy it. That loyalty sounds crazy. Sounds scary, but it's powerful. Fierce, loyal customers are vital to your business. The more loyalty you have, you basically can project and forecast a stronger bottom line. And if you clearly communicate your value to them, they'll stick with you even if you don't necessarily have the lowest price. Number three, showcasing your values builds trust. It's becoming more and more common for businesses to be completely open and honest and transparent about factors in their business, the highs, the lows, the in-betweens, the whys. Why did I start this company? And I realized I've lost my way because of money or I've lost my way because of financial hardships or because of COVID-19 has opened my eyes to shift gears. When people hear these stories, yes, there's risk. Again, there's risk in articulating your value, but when you do it in the right way, you will get optimal results because it connects on the human level. And when something connects so strongly on a human level, 
whatever's in front of it, somebody somewhere will buy it. And number four, I've said it before, I'll say it again, values boost the bottom line. According to an Elderman brand share survey, 87% of people want a meaningful relationship with brands, but only almost, but only about 17 to 20% think brands are actually delivering on that. Marketing based on values can result in humongous sales, not just sales, sustainable sales, but they're buying consistently every month, every year, where it's like not even a subscription model, but people are buying it as if it was. And they're referring it to their families and their friends and the colleagues and their community. And it just spreads like wildfire, touching hearts, touching hearts and everybody you touch. You know what? I want in, I want in. And over time, your bottom line goes up. Startups, SMBs, NGOs, established brands, who are struggling with reaching and compelling their story to micro audiences. Listen and listen good. You will not be successful and rise to the levels that you are dreaming of if you can't connect what you do or what you make or what you sell or how you serve to us as human beings and not us as robots, not us as zeros and ones, not us as dollars and cents, but as human beings. Values aren't just good for the soul. They are vital to your business. If your company has a strong set of values, it might be worth considering taking a values-based approach to your marketing, to your sales, to your business structure, to your communication. And let me tell you this, and I'm willing to bet your customers will love you for it. I want to also clarify one more thing. Value does not mean free. Call it a side effect of internet marketing, but it seems as if quote unquote provide value has been conflated with giving something away for free. Well, what do I get in it for free? Read any blog post about how to grow your email list to a billion subscribers in 10 minutes or how to drive traffic to your website instantly every time you guest post on another blog and they will all tell you that the secret is in the quote unquote free thing. Why else would someone conceivably sign up for your email list if not for the quote-unquote free thing, the lead magnet, the checklist, the workbook, the video, the series of videos, maybe something sent in the mail? Well, I'm going to be that person, and y'all know with my podcast, I keep it real. I'd argue it's the value you provide to that person as a subscriber and not the quote-unquote, dare I say it, bribe you get offered to get them on your list. I'm not going to argue whether or not you should be giving away something for free. Heavens no, we do it. We all do it. It's a marketing staple. I get it. And I know it's proven, but it's also proven to be a double-edged sword. But maybe that's for another podcast episode. But what I am trying to articulate here in this moment is that enticing someone to join your email list or visit your website or get on a sales call for a SaaS company that's trying to sell a product $1.7 million to another company or some other type of action is not the same as providing value. Is this thing you are offering, trying to sell, whether free or not, valuable? I would hope so. But again, it is only valuable to the subset of people who find it valuable. Are you confused? I might be too. Let me give you an example. I recently signed up for someone's email list and was incentivized to do so with a free report and assessment. They gave me an ebook. They gave me a series of videos. Oh my God, it was the works, right? Sounds amazing, except I, I really didn't want it. I simply wanted to sign up for this person's email list because I wanted to hear what they had to say about a new type of product, a new type of concept, and I wanted to see if it was worth me trying to adapt with what I do and how I serve my clients better. Yeah, I got the extra value, quote unquote, which I glanced through the various videos and the ebook and the downloads and 
the worksheet and the checklist. That was great. I'm not putting it down because, you know, I'm obligated as a marketer. I, I tend to want to learn how they're doing it. But after all that, it was done. It was on my computer for a while. Forgot about it. A few weeks later, I'm like, I don't need this no more. And I deleted it. All that effort went to me. Didn't really serve me. Misdirect. Yeah, okay. I got something from you. You have my email address. I'll probably unsubscribe if you don't provide value to me. And that's it. The problem with giving something away is that we get things confused. We think just the effort of providing something. I took the time and effort to write this book. Here's my book. There's my value. If it doesn't serve anybody, it's just a paperweight. Again, perceived value. Well, I provide value. Then they wait for people to do business with them. They never hear anything back. Value is a lot more than free stuff. And it's a lot more than something we do once. I have to be permanent. I have to permeate everything we do and going back and forth all the way through. Every touch point throughout our business has to give value. So why does value really? Value is affordability and it's making people's lives easier. It's about making things better and faster and educating people and optimizing systems and processes to allow for an easier way of life, a better way of life, a higher way of living. Value is making people feel good about themselves and their interactions with you. Value is empowering people to make good decisions and take the right action. Value is improving lives and solving problems. Value is creating an amazing, phenomenal, powerful experience. Value is all of those things. Value is all of those things and none of those things. What? If you thought at the end of this episode, I was going to give you the, the answer, like it's the answer to life, the meaning of life, you're wrong. You listening to this episode right now, I'm trying to give you value, but the perceived value is what you get out of it. And that's going to touch base at different points to different individuals who are in different markets and different industries. If you're listening to me because you're my family or you're my friends, you're going to have a different relation and connotation to this audio experience than if you're a potential client, a current client, someone looking at me from abroad, a fellow marketing peer trying to pick up with maybe what's Troy talking about this episode. Maybe I can take some of that and apply to what I'm doing, what's going on. The perception is different. I guess I should have mentioned in the very beginning of this episode that figuring this stuff out is really hard and there are no right answers for everyone at all times or wrong answers. The whole point is conquering the perception of value that your target audience wants to experience, wants to have, wants to see. And you now re-engineer that to consistently hone in on that perception. That requires active listening. That requires to, for you to be in tune with the community, not seeing them as zeros and ones or followers or subscribers or viewers, but real people with real emotional and physical and spiritual concepts. All that's intertwined to figure out how can I serve you in the way that I'm serving you? Not only is the perception of value, but am I delivering on that value? And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Digress. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Troy on social media? You can find him on all platforms at Find Troy. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you're listening. 
Looking for a marketing strategist to build the structure, strategies, and systems you need to get the success you want and the ROI you desire in your business? Book a discovery call to talk with Troy at findtroy.com. And as Troy's philosophy goes, imagination is the engine, content is the fuel, social media is the highway, marketing is the roadmap, sales is the destination, culture is the GPS. Thanks for listening.